0: Hello, hello, my Let's Keep It Real people. How the heck are you? I mean, really. How you been? Are you out and about a bit more? I know I am, and I'm loving it. I mean, I'm hugging everybody. It's just so freeing and enjoying every single minute. Every single minute. I was thinking about you. That's right, my listeners. Because I feel like draw in such amazing people. Most people say you have an entrepreneurial audience. And I think I do, but not that they're in business for themselves, but man, they're willing to take the punches and knock down doors. They find answers and solutions. You know, they sit there, they might crumble, you know, in a ball for like a day, (laughs) but then they get back out there and they see the bigger picture and they keep the eye on what they want. And that reminds me of my next guest, Seth, by the way, He's a first, and you know I love first. That's right. I don't think we've had a dad. Now, he's not a stay-at-home dad per se, although he's been that recently because he was unemployed, although he'll be back at it soon. I know that guy. So talented. But I don't know if we've had that on before. And he was so honest about the ups and the downs and what it goes through with four kids at home. Plus, he's a workout freak, and I get all my little tips of, hey, have you tried this? Have you done this? Because he's not just into working out, but nutrition. Have fun. Enjoy. No matter who you are around the world. Keep that entrepreneurial spirit. Let my podcast and my guest motivate you, inspire you to realize the power that you have within you, and everybody else is just here to guide you. Hello, hello, my Let's Keep It Real people. Well, whenever I get to have somebody I know and consider a friend on the podcast, Hoochie Mama, it's a great day for me. So I've been way, way excited about my next guest, Seth Nyman. So, But before I bring him on, because he's so awesome sauce, let me tell you about Seth. Seth is a 25-year entertainment industry Ooh, 25 years. I had no idea that veteran. Focused on music and podcasting. I did not know about the music, so I'm going to dive into that. He's a 50-year-old father of four. Oh, my goodness. And I know for sure he is because I always hear him in the background. With three of his kids under eight. Hmm, Meaning he has to stay in shape to keep up. I'm sure he does. Seth is a health and fitness enthusiast. He he sent me some kind of beet powder. Said it was going to make me energy, but I don't know former certified trainer, which I just found out recently, and works every day to prove that you and your life can get better with age. Welcome, Seth. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so psyched.
1: My pleasure. Glad to be here.
0: Well, you know what? It sounds quiet over there. So everyone's out of the house?
1: Yeah, The, the roundup is, is happening right now, and I, I got all, you, you saved me, because uh, I usually, I'm the one picking them up. I was like, honey, I got to do a podcast. You have to go pick up the kids. She's like, what? I said, yes, <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> Bye-bye.
0: I'm glad to help out. All right. So before we dive into things, I always ask my guest, if you could use one word to describe just the past 30 days, what word would pop into your head?
1: Uh, Stressful. Stressful. (laughs) Thank you. Thank
0: you for your honesty. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Why stressful? I mean, I'm sure I know the answer to this, but give it to me.
1: Um. We, we just have a we're kind of have a lot of things up in the air right now as a family uh just trying to figure out our next steps um you know where we want to live financially uh kids in school my youngest uh actually is on the spectrum and which he's going to turn three so we have to look at what kind of care we're going to get him so just a lot of things happening at once and i say stressful but you know we're handling it it's not um, yeah. you know it's yeah. not keeping us up at night but It's definitely just, uh, you know, just getting unsettled, too, would be another word. Yeah, so just, you know, trying to figure things out. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right, so before the show started, I told you the main thing that people always ask me is, Sandy, whenever you bring your guest on, we're all about, we get, you know, the negative chatter in our head doesn't do us any good. We get the more that we're aware of our thoughts, and we meditate, and we can clear our head of all the positive We get it. But we want to know firsthand from them, what do they do? Which you just led me right into putting this question at the forefront. When you really get overwhelmed and stressed, Seth, what's your go to? What do you do?
1: I gotta work out. Oh, you gotta work yeah. out? Okay. Yeah, I have to work out. Um you know, it's hard, you don't get a lot of time on your own, you have four kids, so it's you know it's hard to go take a walk or or you know, just to go and clear your head. But we kind of set up a makeshift gym in one of our kids rooms uh we do beach body you know we uh, my wife just worked out today doing boxing so um oh yeah and uh, the y just kind of reopened again too so we'll probably go there again also so i can lift some, like to lift some heavy weights too it feels good to push weight so yeah
0: yeah
1: and i you know and for people who you know just uh who get uh intimidated by weights or anything you know it it doesn't matter what your experience is or anything. It's good for everybody, you know, yeah. to, to do weights. It's good, especially as you get older, to keep your bone density and everything. But I'm, getting off on, I'm going off on a tangent. I'm sorry. No,
0: that's all right. No, we like tangents. So <laughs> back up there. So you and your wife are both into fitness. Yes. Yeah, which makes it a lot easier because when you say, hey, I need to get my workout in, they respect it. They get it. You know, hey, I need this. So do you work out every day?
1: Not every day, but... Um, to try try four days, five days a week. You know, for how long? They're going to want to uh, know. It's funny on Beachbody. With Beachbody, first of all, I'm not, I don't, I'm not paid by Beachbody, so don't you wish pay, you were? <laughs> yes, we do pay for it, but they, um, you know, P90X was a long workout, right? And I think they learned from people that they want a shorter workout because these workouts are really hard and advanced. A lot of the stuff, so they cut back, and now it's like thirty minutes, forty minutes, and you, you know, or sometimes even a little bit less. So. Um, and there's so much on there. It's it's really amazing. Um, and uh, yeah, so 30, 40 minutes. You know, it, it's it's not the the quantity, and you know this. It's the quality. Yeah. So make oh, Make sure am all about put in, intensity. You know. Yes, yeah. absolutely yeah. high inten We talked about this before, yeah. Yeah. High intensity workouts, and I mean anyone can do it, and that's the thing. And it's it's really you know people get intimidated by it, and I can understand that, but. You got to do it it's important for your health it's not about being ripped or anything else it's about health and i gotta tell you too one other thing you said what else i do um i just kind of recently started doing a little less sugar and less carbs uh Mm -hmm. breads and things like that and i feel more energetic i kind of gave up coffee a little bit too more energetic a little bit i kind of ran out so (laughs) i'm waiting for more to come but uh, i've been drinking kombucha in the morning and um Just I feel lighter, feel more energetic, Um, and I think it's you know it's 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 hard to sustain that, so I can't say I'm gonna do that forever. But it's definitely on top of my mind, you know. When I start feeling a little sluggish, to just cut out the sugar and and the heavy foods, you know.
0: Yeah, my big thing is not with the sugar, but I love coffee and I love wine and i love having a glass of wine with dinner but i know not that a glass of wine is any big deal but if i have a couple glasses i don't feel the same in the morning not that i'm hungover, you know i just don't have the same energy level and the same thing with caffeine if i just have a couple glasses that's fine but then if i go for that you know third and fourth i don't know how many you normally have how many do you have a day
1: usually i try to limit i try to limit myself to one one uh cup in the morning cuz uh the other day uh I just was we were, we were running errands and I was like grabbing a coffee wherever we were I was just on a I was on a roll and I was like bouncing the, you know I turned into yeah. a Beavis from Beavis and butthead yeah I was going crazy
0: Oh yeah I I do switch to decaf I do and I do have a lot of herbal tea but I'm somebody I don't know about you I like having something warm to sip it relaxes me so I'm a big tea thing do you drink tea
1: A little bit um my wife has been more into tea lately uh again uh any product i mention on here i'm not being paid pay, paid by so i don't want to act like i'm being a a shill but uh no. laird hamilton famous surfer he's married to gabriella reese you you know who he is yeah 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 of course he has his own he has his own brand actually it's a public company and doing really well it's called Laird superfood and, and i heard him advertise on joe rogan and i bought coffee and i i fell in love with his products and he makes green tea and chai tea um mm. and his coffee and they're instant too so you just like you know uh, three or four tablespoons, so it, which seems like a lot, but it's it's really good. And um, I, I, that's why I'm waiting for my coffee to come in. So he has these uh, nice. performance mushrooms you add to it, and it's really Ooh. good. So she's really, yeah, she's really, she makes the best, my wife makes the best chai latte with it, spiced chai latte. This stuff's really good quality. <sighs> she puts that in. She might put a little sugar in because she's a little bit of a sugar holic. Um, yeah. But and, and some almond milk or oat milk or something, and it's just delicious. It's so good.
0: Mm. Yes, yeah, like a yeah. dessert. I bet you. Well, I love herbal teas and I try to get fresh teas. But I recently bought. I know I'm such a geek. By the way, I don't know if you know this about me. I'm like a walking hallmark card. That I'm walking hallmark card. It's really me. Like I have all these goofy <laughs> sayings. That it's cheesy, Seth. It really is cheesy. But that's me. So there's Yogi teas. I'm sure you've heard of Yogi teas. And the I reason have. I bought them, okay, is because on the little tea bag thing, they have a inspirational quote every single one. So like right now I'm looking at my tea bag, and it says, know the unknown, hear the unheard, see the unseen. Isn't that awesome?
1: It sounds like they want you to be Yoda.
0: <laughs> I know, but like every day it's totally different. And that's why I drink the tea. It's not even my know favorite tea. Know the unknown, else. see
1: yeah. the unseen.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a really good Yodi voice. No, hey, did no, you see Mandalorian? No, did you see Mandalorian?
1: My wife did. I haven't seen it. You know, uh, she has, I heard it's really good.
0: Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Telling you, you have to. Okay, Okay, so we're going to back up. Four kids. Is that, was that part of your plan? Like, here you are (laughs) going to school, going to college. I'm going to meet someone and have a family, like, huge family.
1: All right. Well, unfortunately, I have to be like super honest because I'm not good at making things up, but, um, no, that's not, that wasn't <laughs> it. That wasn't it at all. Uh, okay. I kind of had a back into everything. I, I got a late start. Um, You know, it took me a while to learn what it meant to be like an adult and a man and, and have be responsible and have relationships uh, that didn't come naturally to me. So um, nothing was planned. It all kind of, I kind of fell into everything and I'm so happy for it and so yeah. grateful and blessed for it because it's the best thing ever. I, I, I can say if anyone for anyone who's um, wondering what what lifestyle is better to to be on your own and or to have a family, it's not even close. You know, having yeah. a family is is great, and we never planned. The kids kind of just came, and now now we, we put a stop to that. So it's not no more kids. <laughs> <gonna come.
0: laughs> it just came, and then they came again, and oh, okay, yeah, here's another one, yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. And I was like, yeah. you know, um, I think we have enough
0: my yeah, girl so. was the same way we're gonna have two and then she had three she's like ah that's okay and then the fourth one came and the husband's like that's it there's no like let's leave it up to the universe anymore you know well I'll tell you, tr- I'll tell you
1: the truth i'll tell you the truth what happened um okay you know Please after do. my daughter do- after the third the first one's my stepson so uh, he came he, he was he came with mom at yeah, about four or deal. five four or five years old but i consider him my son yeah. um and then um uh, so we had another son and we had a daughter. After the daughter, my wife, my wife said, well, you know, you should get a vasectomy. I said, I'm never getting a vasectomy, ever. Ooh. I'm never getting a vasectomy. Uh, fast forward a little bit, I'm pregnant. I said, I'm getting a vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's a true story. That's what happened. Yeah. So.
0: yeah and by the way, it's exactly what happened to my friend, too. It's like, no way, no way. And then it was like, okay, now, 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 now. All right, so. I need to talk a little bit about the training because even though we cover everything here, it's a lot about fitness and well being. And when we met, I knew you were in the uh, podcast industry, but I had no idea you were a trainer. So, did you do that with podcasting or was that before?
1: That was before. Um, I started in the uh, early 90s with a company called Music Choice. People will be familiar with that. Uh, all those music channels that are on your cable when you had cable, if people still have cable, you'd have a bunch of like forty five music channels on there they're not video, just audio and it's oh. a company I worked at it ended up being in forty million homes and um uh, I grew up in a music music kind of house uh, in a way. My uncle was a big songwriter he wrote all of Tony Orlando's hits he wrote title Ribbon around the old oak tree
0: no Tiny way Tiny
1: times yeah he wrote he wrote those he wrote Tired, some other songs yeah. too this diamond ring he wrote and uh, yeah, a bunch of songs. So, um, you know, I grew up going to his house all the time because he lived close by and, uh, gold records on the wall and everything. And we just always got it. We were always into music as, you know, unlike, you see, people don't know in the last, you know, I'm 50. So people don't know growing up in the seventies and eighties, you didn't have a lot of options to, to be what yeah. to be into. You know, you didn't, yeah. you didn't have an Instagram to sit on and look at for four hours. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it was <laughs> like, you know, true. yeah, you, really, you were, most people were into music, you know and and music had more value in a sense that you had to buy it, you know, or listen to the radio and kind of hope your song came on. Yeah. Now it's like my kids just shout songs at me in the car. Dad, put on Feeling Good, which is not called Feeling Good. The song is called Good as Hell, but I changed the name for them. I said it's called Feeling Good.
0: Oh my uh, god.
1: god. So yeah, they they just yell names out to me. I'm really excited. My son who's about to turn eight, he's um he likes Big Shop at Billy Joel. I was like, yes, cool. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but uh. So I got into programming stations like that, and I did that for a long time. And I, uh, at Music Choice, I was there for 12 years. And I got into all different types of music and music I learned and about music I never knew about, like acid jazz and like this, just different kinds yeah. of yeah. dance music and stuff. And um, and it was fun just learning how to hone my skills and be a programmer because you have to have a different kind of mindset. It's it's just like who is my audience, what will they like, and they have yeah. to create rotations and everything. So. Uh, and the the biggest uh accolades I got were what uh I received I should say so let me speak properly uh, when I went to Please seattle go. i I worked for uh, Starbucks and I programmed a, a satellite radio station for the xm station and I got write ups and uh not they didn't mention me by name but it 's like i got my station got written up in uh three different newspapers and just got a lot of accolades for it um, I met uh the actress Minnie driver mimi what's <gasps> her name yeah. Yeah. Driver, yeah, right? yeah.
0: Yeah. Love yeah, her. She,
1: she came in to play for us because she uh, put some music out and she told me she loved the station. So that was really cool. Um, yeah. yeah, so it was, it was fun. It was nice to get that, you know, it's funny cause they didn't really appreciate the people I was working there. They didn't really understand or appreciate what I was doing. Uh, but mm. you know, it was great to get that, you know, to show them like, yeah, yeah. I know what I'm doing. The people ask, well, oh, how many people work on that station? I said, just me. I got this. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, because I went from, it's funny, when I uh, interviewed for that job, I was coming from Music Choice, where I was doing 10 stations at a time. And they're like, uh, so talking about the station, I was like, uh, one? Just one? Okay, I can do that. (laughs) So that was, uh, yeah, it was great to be able to spend that, you know, I was only there for a couple of years, because the whole thing kind of imploded. But uh, it was fun to be able to spend that time. And and, uh, I described the channel as a station as cool music for adults. You know, just like because like it, it no, there was no boundaries. And there's some like really music, There's some music snobs I worked with. And I remember Christina Aguilera put out this album and she had some acoustic kind of stuff on it. And I was like, I played one of her songs. I just held it up to the guy. I said, see this? I'm playing it. He goes, why would you do that? I said, have you listened to it? No. OK, bye. <laughs> I hate when people, I hate when people judge stuff, right? they like all judgy. Yeah. It's like, you don't even know what you're talking about. Just because you look at something, you think like, it, you know, it shouldn't yeah, be. Yeah. So. so that was Oh, fun. my God.
0: That sounds like so much fun.
1: What, and yeah, what an I, I experience. miss I, I miss it. I miss programming music. Uh, you know, I, I definitely feel like I can pick it up again in a heartbeat and do it again. And it's funny now. I was kind of before my time because now with the Spotify's and Amazon, they're all yeah. doing it now. But it's like, you know, um, it's funny. You know, it's the, the two things I, I, I've been working in, music and podcasting, are super hot right now. You know, it's like – Isn't that weird? And you were doing it, it
0: way, way, way long ago yes so when did when did you start and pot like okay so let's take the leap from the music to the podcasting
1: sure um from starbucks i went to cbs radio and they were like it it became more of an operational job but you know i took the job as more money and just you know starbucks was kind of winding down anyway and um they they wanted uh they partnered with aol and yahoo they were they were hosting their stations and everything and it, it was a big mess and i was doing some programming there but a little bit here and there and for a couple of years that went on and I was, I was, I was programming, but it wasn't the same. It was just kind of, nobody was behind it and it just, it was just floundering. And then I had an opportunity to produce a show. I think it was my office was next door to the studio. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. I said, you know, you know, I'll produce it. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> and, um, I started producing a fantasy football show and then we decided we're going to launch a podcast network. And I just was, I was the only guy working on it. It's so funny. We, we launched a podcast network. They didn't hire anybody. So it would have been great if you hired someone with some experience, but I ended up being the lead producer and just, we launched like 80 shows and I had to like start grabbing bodies to say, well, you're producing now. Congratulations. You know, it was was bizarre. Wait a
0: minute. Wait a minute. Okay. So when they came up with this podcast idea, tell me what year it was.
1: We launched the podcast network and, uh, I started in 2013 doing podcasts, uh, pr- uh, producing a, a fantasy football radio. And in 2014, we launched the podcast network.
0: Okay. Okay. So now, yeah. did you think this was going to take off? Like, what did you think about it back then?
1: Uh, the podcasting? Uh, yeah. I, I, I knew um, I knew it was the future. It was funny. You did? Just, but I didn't know enough about it to to jump in. I was so busy producing. and I didn't, know, I didn't know enough about the business to jump in and, and and try to correct the mistakes. We had no marketing budget, no promotion budget. We were CBS Radio. We had none of that. It was bizarre, and um, Crazy. you know, that's why I, I, you know, I actually talked to the former CEO recently, and I said, you know, the biggest mistake we made was not hiring somebody. We just brought someone in with some experience. You know, we would have yeah. you know, avoided a lot of mistakes. Um. You know, we cast this wide net. We probably shows in that had no future, couldn't make any money. And I know that now, but I didn't know that at the time. So, of course, it was it, it was a big learning experience. Um, we had some hits too. We had Michael Rappaport on there. Um, we had Robert Wohl did a podcast with us. I, pro, I produced Sonia Morgan, big, uh, real housewife of New York, which I've still never watched. Um, <laughs> okay. yeah, it's funny. I'm working with her. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. She was she was nice. Everyone was re- everyone was really cool. You know, I had some cool moments though. I sat next to Roger Clemens recording a show. That was fun. I got to talk to him a little bit. Sugar um, Sugary Leonard was early for his podcast, so I spent like fifteen minutes talking about boxing with him because I grew up a boxing fan. So Ooh. that was that was fun. It's funny I, I wanted to take a picture with him, so I put my hands up and he said, Seth, are you crazy? I said, I don't want to fight you, I just want to take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Come on. Yeah. So that would have been was, fun. Uh, Yeah. Fighting him would have been fun. No, that would have been him. Hitting you. Yeah, that would have been great. If I could sue him. Sure. Oh, God. You know, you know, I'm an old Jew now. It's like, oh, he hurt me. He hurt me with his (laughs) fists. I'm going to (laughs) sue.
0: Have you ever gotten punched out? Have you ever knocked out?
1: Yeah. In a ring? No. In a bar. I got hit in the back of the head and I had a concussion. Ooh. Yeah. Did, you, long time did ago. you get
0: there by accident? Like you, you were just in the line of fire?
1: Sorta. Of. Uh, one guy I was with started trouble. And I tried to pull him off. and someone hit me in the back of the head and I was like, and he started punching me in the face and I, I just couldn't get my shit together. Oh, pardon my language. That's I couldn't okay. get it together. I couldn't get it together. You know, I was like, and I, yeah. I didn't realize, I was like, why can't I get it together? And then the next day I was nauseous all day. I was like, Oh, I got a concussion. So, you know, it was um. Yeah. It was a bummer, and my tooth got chipped too. Yeah.
0: Is it so, better yeah. now? Is your tooth? Is your brain? Better I had to get it. Fixed, I had to get it
1: fixed a couple of times after that. Like it, the yeah. piece would come off. You know, like they kind of bonded yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. I know.
0: My, my that was a good teeth time. Teeth got knocked out. I got my teeth knocked out diving into a pool. And so Ow. I, yeah. I dived into oh. the Y, and another guy was diving off the high board. And he came up, and his my teeth went in his head. <laughs> My wow. two front teeth. i know and i'm yelling get back here i need my teeth out of your
1: head oh they were stuck in his head yes oh that's horrible
0: isn't that horrible and <laughs> but but the time they got the teeth out of his head he couldn't replace them back in my mouth it was too like you have a certain window you know oh. but anyhow
1: so and you, just on... me, so you just reminded me of diving board uh, i went to college university of tampa and had a high dive, so I, and I never could get a one and a half. I just couldn't get the motion right. So I was like, oh, high dive, I should easily be able to do one and a half. So I tried to do one and a half. I landed on my eyeballs, literally oh! all my way. And I was like underwater, like feeling around to see if my eyes popped out of my head. Oh, stop it. Stop. <laughs> I, I swear it's true. I was like, oh, my god, I think I stayed underwater a little longer because I think I was crying. I didn't want anybody to see me crying. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. you just reminded me of that. Thank you.
0: I, I, it's a great experience, <laughs> <laughs> but my teeth, by the way, they look nice now. You know, I got some. I've seen. I
1: would have never. I would nev- never known. Well, now you could be Hollywood. You know, because everyone has fake teeth in Hollywood.
0: You know, somebody at the time I was wor- I was working with the hockey team, so I fit right in. Right, I, I actually went oh, perfect to you know <laughs> into the box that night. There was a playoff game, and I didn't want to meet miss, and I went with my teeth missing in front. And they thought I did it on purpose because of the <laughs> hockey team. But I didn't. But somebody hooked me up with the same dentist that Bruce Springsteen used, and that's why they look so good. They were like, "Yo, You yeah. know, Sandy,
1: I really like your teeth, Sandy. <laughs> you,
0: wait, great. I didn't know. Is this a side hobby of yours trying to you know, sure. talk like other people? Yeah. Yeah. Well you know, it's great for podcasting since I can't see you. All right, so I've got a few <laughs> questions. We gotta we gotta back up a little bit. All right. So when did you stop <laughs> hey, we don't even have to pay for sound effects. <laughs> when did you stop working for CBS?
1: CBS I stopped in like April twenty eighteen. Oh. But luckily for me, uh, about six, seven months later, I hooked up with Showtime, and they counted – Showtime was a CBS company, so they counted my time, which was a godsend, really. Mm. Um, because then when they merged with Viacom and let me go, I got this big severance instead of just getting kicked out on the street. So it was beautiful. Wow.
0: That's yes. amazing.
1: I know. Yeah. I don't know why I'm saying this, but I am. That's what <laughs> happened.
0: And did you like it there too? Was it exciting? Were you the only person? Did you have eighty shows? What was it like there?
1: Oh uh, no, it was um, it's kind of a non-starter. I just you know I, didn't, I wasn't there long enough, and you know it, it was it was weird. I was brought into a job, and then there wasn't much of a job to do. And I was trying to I was, and then the merger happened, and our budget disappeared. So it was funny. I had some shows. I actually. I found a really good production company it 's very successful and I got them down to a really cheap price to do a podcast for one of our documentary series like a companion podcast and they still couldn't pull the trigger on it, it was and I worked on that for months so it was just a lot a lot of starting and stopping and it was it, it was a little yeah. frustrating it was a cool place to work and you know showtime has yeah. a lot of cachet and it was, it was really cool but it didn't work out and now i 'm here with you
0: yeah, now you're here with me. <laughs> Which, yay, me! All oh, wait, right, so I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm bumming. Wait. I'm bumming everybody out. No, everything's good. It's all good. It's actually. I'm oh, actually way, very happy. Not, I'm happy.
0: You're not bumming anybody out. They're okay, they're good. like, wow, this guy's really telling us that. <laughs> let's keep it real, <laughs> type thing. Not like, Kinda. oh yes, everything's positive and powerful. Listen, here's the deal. Uh, my mission is always to spread all the positive going on in the world and all the positive power for people, people behind it. I mean, that's my one goal and my one mission. And you telling the ins and outs and the truth of the daily Wheel is what helps people get there. If you just make it sunshine and lollipops... <laughs> Everyone's going like, I can't be that person. He, you know, he's just lives in one miracle world. And do you know anybody that lives in a miracle world? I mean, there's miracles, but it's not always yes. like that.
1: Yes. We they're do. all on Instagram. Oh, stop yeah. it. <laughs> no, on Instagram, I mean- everyone, everyone's living the best life on Instagram.
0: Yeah, that's true. But you know what? I do believe there are so many amazing things that happen every day. Yes. But there's also the other things to get there. And like you said, like you said, you took you a while to get. What did you say? Get on board about the adulthood stuff. I thought that was fun. So how? I had so many questions that I, we didn't get to. So let's go back to how old were you when you got married? Then.
1: I only got married a year ago. Did I get married Shut in January? Shut the front door. I got married January 2020. We were living together since 2013, but yeah. Oh, we,
0: okay, okay.
1: Yeah, but I got married in January uh, last year before uh, the world shut down.
0: So, okay, so, but you were living together since 2013. So when yes. did you meet your wife, though?
1: We met in 2010.
0: Oh, okay, so you've been together a while.
1: Like I said, though, it, you know, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows and yeah. you know, ra- uh, yeah. unicorns and... You know dreamy you know i it, again like i had a, you know uh i went in kind of kicking and screaming and uh just um yeah i mean you know, i don't have regrets but you know uh you know if some things you wish you know happened differently It was just it was just yeah. tough you know and but we you know we s- found each other and stayed in touch and things you know worked out yeah you know and now yeah. we're now we're really happy so it, it things are it, it's kind of you know i come from a divorced uh, family and people give up on relationships way too easy they're not it's it's easy like because you have those days where you're like F this you know I'm yeah. out <laughs> yeah in your head right but like you calm down you relax you have your moments but yeah I think a lot of relationships get you know uh, they they give up on them too quickly too easily and it's like you think it's gonna be better but because all new relationships are always better right because everything's super you know everything's great when you first meet somebody but you know he, you could go your whole life and just do that, but you're not going to have anything real. You're not going to have a real relationship and a family. So, um.
0: yeah, I, I tell that every time, like I'm just going off about nothing. <laughs> I say to my husband, "Do you want really just the beginning of the relationship, the honeymoon, where everyone just puts their?" You know, their face, I call it, you know, that front face, you know, that you can only see so much. He goes, now and then it wouldn't be bad. You
1: know? then, <laughs> it's hard then, to do. It's yeah, hard to turn then, back the clock.
0: Yeah, he, he teases. But then him and my son do one thing all the time. As soon as I, I'm like, da, 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 they're like, here, mom, look, here's your mountain bike. Just go. And they know if I go out and ride, when I come back, mom's going to be a whole different person. So I'm like you. It really clears my head to work out.
1: Really and you know, clears. My head. And we say that, you know, you say it and I say it, but I think that's for everybody. Yeah. You know. You have to be physical. You have to move your body. If it's like a car. If you don't drive the car, the car will die. You know. So yeah. you know yeah. you have to move. you don't have to be an athlete. You don't have to do pole vault over a like twenty foot pole. You need to walk. You need to move your body. And like I know that's your thing. Like you yeah. know, you're always trying to get people to move and kids to move. You know, I take my kids to the playground. As long as it's weather permitting, we go every day because yeah. it's, I think it's important for them to be around other kids and to play and have fun. And especially for my little one who's, you know, like I said, is uh, special needs a little bit. He's got a lot of energy and uh, I try to burn it off as much as I can. And, yeah, um, and
0: be outside.
1: Just yeah. Just be outside. You know? Absolutely.
0: Oh, you're going to love this. So my son now, 17, is taking a wellness class in high school. He's a junior. <laughs> comes in the other day and goes, Mom, you know, our teacher really believes that the mental health component of fitness is underestimated. I wanted to kill him. I go, really? Uh-huh. I go, do you know what mom does for a living, like, train your head and your body will follow <laughs> all my books? <laughs> I use fitness as a vehicle for mental health. And he goes, I know, mom, but he really believes. I go, okay. And I thought, you know what? It's all right. I got in there, but sometimes you need somebody else to say it besides Absolutely. mom. Absolutely, especially right? with your
1: parents. Right? A hundred percent. You know, this it, goes. This isn't a new thing either. This goes back to like the Bible, right? Like mind, body, spirit. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's not new. You yeah, know, it's I didn't create really it. Got to be done. No, but you're you're killing it with it though.
0: Well, I'm having fun with it. All right, so can we talk about? The bee pollen, or not the bee pollen, the beet juice, or the beet oh. whatever. I know I, the reason I did this because before you came on, I mm-hmm. always ask my peeps to send in some questions, and I tell them different areas. So we do have to make sure they're going to kick my butt because sometimes I forget to get into questions. Um, so they, I have questions from each area. But the biggest thing was supplements, and because I, I tell them, you, tell me, do this, do that, because you find things or you and the cut up of the fruit. Remember that big fruit you were cutting up?
1: Oh, jackfruit, yeah
0: it was like this huge mat it took you for like five hours for one little piece, but we'll get back to that. Um, the reward on that, I just need to know if it was worth it, but let's talk about the beet powder. And if you feel like it's working and where you got it from, I know beets are good for you, but do you do a lot of different fun supplements?
1: I, you know, I kind of go in and out of different things, right? And try different things. I definitely have, a, um, or gain protein powder i get from costco that i definitely take with my uh milkadamia my macadamia milk Yeah, uh, i'll just put in a i'll just i'm lazy so i'll just put it in a mason jar and shake it and i'll drink it um just because I, I like to take that after my um workout but late um i haven't been doing the beat stuff as much and uh, yeah i don't know you, uh, my wife thought it helped a lot and i thought maybe at certain points yeah. i haven't really got i i have to like come to grips with the fact that sometimes I work out, I'm just going to be tired and out of breath a little bit. That means I'm working hard. So yeah. I don't know if there's an, an answer for that necessarily. So yeah, I'm sorry if I steered you wrong with that at the time. I was no, I'm joking,
0: that- but cause <laughs> I put it in my drink. So honestly there's no way for me to tell if that makes a difference. Cause I have everything in there. You know, you know what I mean? I'm also doing an organic protein and I got the turmeric in it and I got the collagen in. I got the, you know, I put a bunch of things in it too. So who knows? But,
1: I have moved on though. I, I um, there's this. I, I heard um, again I was talking about podcasts. Uh, you know, Joe Rogan is, is obviously the biggest podcaster in the world, and he had a Dr. Paul Saladino on, and this guy is like a serious paleo guy, like hardcore. Goes and lives like he's spent time with a tribe in Africa who eat a certain way, like old school way. You know, like for ancestral, yeah. and like he's just super hardcore, and he has supplements, and they're like the supplements are he believes that everything you need from nutrition he believes mm-hmm. uh nose to tail animals oh, like God. the organs and everything else so he has these supplements that are made from the organs and i've been taking those lately and um i've you know like i told you before mixing that in with just the cutting out the sugar and carbs yeah. i feel i feel light and i feel energetic and He's got different supplements for you know different things. Um,
0: again, you're not making any money off of any of this, no, you're supporting no, all these people. No, it's
1: funny. No, they're they're costing me money that I can't afford, um, but I'm spending it. But I I, I like his products, and it, it's in, in it. He's super intelligent too. Like he speaks, he just he, he knows his stuff, and he's a right, doctor. Say his name
0: he, again, so they can write it down.
1: It's uh, I know I pulled it up on my email, Doctor Paul Saladino. Like just it's spelled just like it sounds salad, I N O. So um, yeah, his company's called Heart and Soil. Ooh. And it, yeah, and he's got um, different products, and I, I take a couple of them. One's for like gut and digestion. and the other one's called Lifeblood. It's for vitality, and just you know, and it.
0: But let's it, let's wait, let's have a disclaimer. It's probably not meant for vegans and vegetarians. It's, it's, no. Like,
1: <laughs> well, unless you you feel like you, it's okay to to take it like that as a supplement as a pill yeah. in pill form, because yeah, some people are, are are some people are vegans and vegetarians for different reasons. That's
0: true for sure. That, that's um,
1: true. I go back and forth with that, but he he's very convincing. I gotta say with his with his. Um, if you guys want to listen to him, uh, I don't want to steer him to another show. But if you want to listen to him on Joe Rogan, is it, I no, found they, it fa- they got
0: yeah, they got to listen to I, a lot of podcasts.
1: I found it fascinating, and yeah. um, and, and it made me interested in trying his stuff. And uh, I, you know, yeah, I think I, uh, I think when you talk about humans and you look at our teeth and everything, I think it, we're meant to be what was it, omnivores, right? Like we're meant to eat both. I think meat and but the thing, here's the thing with me, uh, with the meat stuff. And my wife's like, well, meat's not good for you. I read all the stuff. I said, yeah, garbage meat, which most of the meat out there is garbage. Yeah, I was just going to get into that. Factory yeah. farming and all this. You see those chickens on top of each other and everything. I try to buy grass-fed and pasture-raised and, and as almost, almost exclusively. You know, like Lately, oh, another thing for tips-wise, I got an air fryer. I recommend an air fryer. I got it at Costco. It's awesome. I buy organic chicken wings at Whole Foods and I buy organic like drumsticks that are connected to the thigh still. Put on Peruvian spice seasoning, also get it at Whole Foods. Flip both sides like 10 minutes or whatever. It's awesome. My my 8-year-old now is like his chicken wings are his favorite thing. And I don't feel bad cuz chicken wings sounds like a bad food, but we don't put anything on it except like yeah, the spice. Yeah, That's yeah, it. Spice yeah. on both sides and cook it in the air fryer so it's not cooked in oil or anything. And we eat them and they're organic and um, delicious you know the wings you know are what? really good
0: i th- of all the things you said i think i have to go buy an air fryer
1: i'm telling you i i got like it's funny i gave it to my wife for christmas one of her christmas gifts is funny
0: i would love uh, that
1: right because she always talks about air fryers like i got one she never uses it i'm the one who cooks in the air fryer all the time but it's so easy to use as a book it's, it's so easy to use so easy okay is is to take me to costco yeah the only thing is you, you'll end up wanting another one because it's like you want, you'll want to do more – especially I have a big – well, you don't have a big family. I have a big no, family. No, there's only so.
0: three of us at home.
1: Right. So you'll be fine. But um, oh. I'm telling oh you, it's, air fryer is awesome. All right, awesome. That and up. the Instant Pot. We use Instant Pot a lot as well.
0: Yeah, my friends use – all these things I don't have. Instant Pot. Where, where have I been?
1: Where okay. have you been?
0: I don't know. I, I, first of all, let's just get this straight. I don't really like to cook. I just. Oh,
1: don't. that's right. I forgot. You I love that. eating. I love, I'll <laughs> but eat. But this things. makes it so easy. That's the whole thing. Right. Like, yeah. eat, both of these things, you just throw stuff in and press a button. Yeah. It's so, so my, easy. You yeah, look like a genius.
0: Yeah, my husband. Ooh, I like that. My husband likes to cook, so we got, he's got smokers and all that green egg stuff. So oh, that's cool. He would really be into this doctor because he, this is his balanced meal. You ready? Chicken legs, steak. Yes. And, yes. and and pork. That's his balanced meal. He'll wake oh, up in the morning, got a... I'm not kidding you, and sit there and eat a chicken wing. And then in the afternoon, have a hamburger, uh, he'll make himself a pork no sandwich. No bun. No bun. And guess what? He's six foot three, he looks like a Viking, and he's really healthy, and he barely puts a string bean in his mouth. I don't get it. I just don't get it. And Well, he...
1: the, the, this guy's right up his alley then, because he, he's yeah. kind of anti-plants, believe it or not. He said a lot of plants are not good for your digestion and everything, because they... It's kind of like they're
0: so he doesn't eat veggies either
1: this guy I don't think so
0: hmm.
1: like some tubers and some like random like some various little things some fruit
0: that crazy isn't it a crazy and I love listening to people about this that you have a totally different opinion they'll come on and vegan is the way vegetarian is the way paleo is the way. And well you know what the way what? is
1: The way, whatever works for you is the way yeah. you know and a lot of them are
0: extremely I... healthy. You know they're, but the one thing, just coincidentally, the show that I'm airing tomorrow is a woman who is a vegan. I did not know it at the time, and she is a lawyer that fights for farm animal rights. Now, Seth, forget vegan or vegetarian. When you hear about all the things they do to the animals, oh, I've heard,
1: I've read, I've studied. It's disgusting. That's why I buy grass fed and I buy organic. I'm not touching it. it you go to McDonald's or any of these places, you're eating dog food. I mean, you're worse than dog food. Actually, the dog food's better for you. You're better off yeah. getting dog food and eating that than, than eating what they ha- what they give you. Because it's and like bottom of the barrel. Yeah. It's a reason why it's so cheap, because it's yeah. you get what yeah. you pay for.
0: And then I just spoke to a young lady the other day, I don't know why they're coming to me, but a woman who runs a farm, and she takes any animal that's gonna be slaughtered, right? So she rescues them. She told me, this was scary, that even if it says all that unless you really know the farmer even some of the local farmers she knows treat them horrible so that made That's me terrible. sad so yeah so unless you're like you got right, the cow ruin this. Betsy. You're, ruining this.
1: You're, you're ruining this for me don't, okay don't never
0: mind all right so i'll just let <laughs> you live in that world. <laughs> but i do have friends that moved honestly for that reason so they could have some cows in the backyard and then eat betsy and sally which yeah, they got go, to
1: go sometime. Yeah. If they're going to be eaten, they get be eaten by people who love them. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. And All right. Okay. Hold on because <laughs> we're going to run out of time. I didn't get to ask you my other questions. All right. So we go want to it. go back. Actually, some young man who is starting podcasting and loves Joe Rogan says, please ask us, why does he think Joe Rogan is so successful? Because he aims to be him someday. And we'll call this guy Billy Bob.
1: Billy Bob. Billy Bob well Joe Rogan was doing this for a long time and not making any money and you know he's been doing things like since 2005 or six or something so before podcasts were even a thing or that he, people even knew what it was he was doing it so he put his time in he's also well I like it best about him is he, he doesn't seem to be very uh, driven by ego he's very curious and and wants to know you know, he, he has amazing, smart people as guests. He treats everyone like Alex Jones is this guy, crazy news guy, like nuts, right? And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible. Like, people would think he's horrible, and I could see that. And, you know, in some ways, I think he's horrible too, but he's a person. And Joe treats him as a person. He treats everyone with respect, and he has a conversation. And, yeah. I, and I think people love that because the news and everything else we see today just seems like all BS. And, yeah. And, yeah. But it took a long time for him to get there and to be – and it, what's amazing is here's the thing too a podcasts. If you're listening to Joe Rogan like a lot of people are, you don't have much time to listen to anything else because his shows are three hours long. So if he's just – he's doing two episodes a week. That's six hours of your of your week.
0: Yeah. How many hours
1: do you have to listen to shows? Yeah, he
0: cornered the market. I get it. I get it. Kind
1: of. I mean so it, it's – but he earned it, and he he put the work in. And I guess if you want to learn a lesson from him, it's like you got to put the work in, put the time in. Yeah. You know, like I helped launch some other show. I'm like I'm not making money as like you just launched the show. I was like, and do you know like maybe five percent, if that, maybe a lot less podcasts actually make money. Yeah. It's a very difficult business. You have to do it because you have a passion for it and you love it. Not don't look at this as a a way to make a living. You know, it could happen, and that'd be great. But you know, it's like even here's a great example. Even Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen have a podcast together with Spotify, right? It's advertised everywhere. You would think, why would they ad- advertise? These guys are, have huge followings. They still advertise the hell yeah. out of it. Yeah. you And know, I talked to and I talked to a big podcast production company. They said, "Yeah, we got to spend two hundred thousand dollars just to to promote our shows." You know, it's a big time production company and it does big time shows, so they have big budgets, but it costs like a million dollars for them because their shows are like investigative, so it takes a year to make the show. Ooh, and then they have yeah, to spend all the those. money. Yeah. They did like um really cool show, Winds of Change. I don't know if you heard of it. No. Um there's a rock band from Germany called The Scorpions. They did a song called Wind of Change and it was a huge song about like you know, the communism coming down, the wall coming down. It was around that time. And um there was a rumor that the CIA wrote that song for them to do to help bring down these these communist countries and such, and so they followed the story. They interviewed the band. They interviewed all these people, ah. and it was really, really, it was really, really interesting. Yeah, very cool story. Yeah, and I knew I the song, that. and I followed. I knew the band. Yeah. So they do. They do. They did uh, Missing Richard Simmons too. They did a lot of big shows. So mm. it it takes it takes a lot. But I, I would say if you want to do podcasting, do it. You know, like you and I are having a conversation. This is great. It's fun, and you know, to learn if you help, you know, like if you help one person or you reach one person or you're just enjoying this this process because we yeah. don't really sit down and talk to people. And that's what's the great thing about podcasting is whoever's listening now is just listening to a conversation that we're having, yeah. you know, and it's it's great. So just, you know, if you're passionate about it, just do it. Don't worry about who Joe Rogan is. Just be you. <laughs> yeah. and, and
0: well, whatever. you you can learn. And the big thing and I you said it and I say it all the time. It sounds so like. Basic, but it's so true. You have to listen without judgment, and that's hard for a lot of people. You want if you, for me, that's the big thing. I want to listen. I want to learn. I may not agree with them, Seth, but I want which is to
1: okay, right? That what, that yeah. became a crime, right? All of a sudden, it's a yeah. crime to disagree with somebody. Like you're not allowed to anymore.
0: Well, I'm glad you said that because I don't agree with that. I have some great conversations with people, believe it or not, religion, politics. And guess what, we don't hate each other. I want to understand how they think. It fascinates me. You know it's great you that
1: we're different, right? It's, it, yeah. it makes the world a better place. You, wanna, yeah. you don't want You everybody to be the same.
0: I remember telling someone, oh, I'd love to get in the room with Trump and just interview him and just like Obama too. Like I had these two big people, they're like Obama and Trump. Yeah, I want to find out how their brains work. And my friends flipped out. Why would you give somebody like that a platform? I said, I just want to hear. How he ticks. I know maybe my listeners are going to stop listening now, but I just want to find out why the brain works that way. Like certain people in certain powers fascinate me. I don't know how you feel about well, that.
1: Well, look, I, I agree with you. The best way to learn about someone is to talk to them. I mean, because all you're hearing, like for, you mentioned Trump, everything we know about Trump is what with some, with someone told us and hearing his sound bites and everything else. But we don't really know the guy. I mean, sure, yeah. we don't think he's that great of a person or whatever, but. You know, he's still a person. He's, got, he's, yeah. a, he's a father, a grandfather. You know, he, yeah. he's a person who has yeah. a family. And who, who knows? I you know, it's, it's. why not? You know, like, like that's what's great about Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. He, he talks to everybody. He doesn't care. Like, let's talk. You know, you we, know
0: what we, I want? Maybe you can help me. I know this is something that's been bothering me for a while and I haven't figured out how to do it. I want to tell. I'm sure people do. I would love to tell different inmate stories. I think that'd be
1: so cool. Agree.
0: Now, how would I do that? How would I set Actually, it I up? Have
1: a, I had a friend that, um, I have a friend of mine. I think he was interviewing some inmates. I'll ask him. I mean, it's, it's how it's,
0: do you do that? Like, do they have access cause to computers?
1: because well, what like, you want to know, you want to know is right. You want to get down to like, why they think they're there. Like what, what, what went wrong? It's funny. Um, I just did another podcast years ago with, um, uh, a friend of mine who's, um, He's into na- he's in national security. He was in, he's been in law enforcement for forty years, and we, we had one of our podcast episodes to discuss this, and and we had some experts on. And really is it's funny, and it's, this will sound very uh, general, but the consensus is that these these criminals, um, there's a lack of love, you know, and family and love in their yeah. lives. And I think that when I think what happens when you see these people get broken, and I think and, and I think that's what I took from that show is that people. Kids, kids uh, need love and attention and physical hugging, and they need all that. And if they don't get it, they, they just little pieces of them break. And you, you become an adult, and if you had no direction and, and no one's showing you an example of the right yep. thing to do, or if you, you 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 follow that pattern, or you fall following the wrong people, and you get influenced by the wrong people. But ultimately, it's that love and, and that attention, and, and if you don't if you don't have it, you're you're broken. And a lot of those guys are broke. I, yep. It makes it made me empathetic to them and I still am. You know, it's hard yeah. to have mixed mixed emotions. I, it's hard to be empathetic for people that hurt other people, you know? Or kill other but people. You can.
0: you can be empathetic and yeah. compassion. You may not agree with what they did, but you can still if you listen to it's them hard. To find out their story, hard. yeah, you can yes. understand it, why they got there, which is totally it, different.
1: It's hard. But yes, yeah. I agree with you.
0: There was, there was, oh, shout out to, it's called Positive TV, and there was a woman on there who does a segment with inmates. It's called Step Into the Circle, and she stands in the circle with all these hundreds of men on the outside go, how many were abused? How many had this? How many had poverty? How many were beaten and verbal blues? And you see how many people are in the circle that keeps stepping in closer and closer. There's hardly anybody left on the outside. Most Isn't people crazy? Need to have a pippy, skippy, loving life, you know?
1: You know, it's crazy how, how common it is, even like, you know, sexual abuse. I, I've done cover all these shows, right? I've done, I've done these podcasts and covered all these topics and just more people have been victims of sexual abuse and, and mm. different kinds of abuse than have not been, right? right? It's, yeah. it's, a, it's crazy. You know, yeah. it's, it's sad, you know, it's something yeah. like you know, being a dad, just try to protect my family from.
0: Yeah. By the way, that's how we met Shari Botwin. Exactly. Trauma counselor. Yeah. She introduced us. Shout out to Shari. Woo-hoo. Woo hoo. Um, I know. So, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, oh my God, you had so many great tips. We got to get just uh, a few in here, but I do want to throw out this little pearl of wisdom. I remember when I was a new mom and I was on the train going to New York city and this, famous psychiatrist for children was sitting next to me and she was going to the University of Pennsylvania for the speak speaking engagement. And so of course I had to pick her brain. And she said to me, young lady, let me tell you, of all the things I teach and all the books I've written, I can't remember her name. She said, you think it matters? Because I was asking her like, you know, binky, no binky, nurse, no nurse, in the bed when they cry, pick them up. She's like, none of it matters, really. You need one person. One parent who is your hub, who loves you unconditionally, not even two, if one person you know is going to be there and you can always come back to them, all the screwing up you can do, it won't matter. And I'll tell you what, Seth, it made me feel a lot better,
1: <laughs> but right? I, 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 I understand the message, but I, I still am a big proponent of having two parents.
0: <laughs> yeah, I
1: know. That's not where you're going, but yeah, I just no, want to make that... Yeah just want to throw yeah. that in there like I think. yeah really well important. we do
0: um, we're very fortunate here but yeah. she was saying when she studied kids like that as long as they yeah. have one
1: that's a lot more work right like a parent would have to do double duty to to really yeah. make up for that for that missing yeah. parent but yeah no i i i get it though. i think what she means is like there has to be at least one person who's hyper focused on the kid yeah. like you can't yeah. both be at the same time yeah so yeah. That, that makes yeah, sense. It, it, we, we it made me relax because I
0: thought I was screwing everything up. You know what I mean? As everybody kid, like, does.
1: Ah! E- yeah. Everybody thinks that. You know, and, and uh, you know, after having like it's funny now, my fourth kid, he's like eating stuff off the ground. I was, like it's okay, his immune system's awesome. He's fine. <laughs> Five minute <It> rule. <laughs> right. My other kids, you know, my first when I first had my firstborn, it's like, ah, don't touch it. Yeah. But they're, yeah, pretty it uh, they're pretty resilient. They're pretty resilient.
0: Yeah, yeah, aren't they? All right, let's just get this one in, and then we're going to go to rapid fire. So, dive into in life, be adaptable. Can you talk about that more in your experience? Don't curl up in a ball. I like that. Although curling up in a ball and crying now and then is good.
1: i yeah, well, just you know, I could say do it for like a a, a day or you yeah. give yourself a week. A week. <laughs> well, you know, because um, in the last couple of years, I've been laid off because of mergers twice, and it just. And this last time was right before they closed the office. All right, so it was mm. like a week before. Um, so it's funny, no one else has been in the office either since I haven't been. But um, it just this year just made us rethink our lives and like and realize I don't have to live near New York City. I don't have to work in New York City. I can go wherever I want to go. Like, don't feel like you're trapped. And like, you're only trapped in your mind, right? And I, I realized yeah. that for a while that. You know, on the business I'm in, I got to live near New York or I got to live near L.A. And it's like, it's not true. Like you, you, you make the rules for your life, what you want to do. And it just really opened up our eyes to, to what um, the possibilities are. And, and, you know, been, as I've been job hunting and coming close and not getting things and, you know, like being strung along for a couple months only to have it pulled away and, mm just made me think like, I can't rely on corporate America my whole life to, to take care of me and my family. So it made me start looking into starting my own business or, or looking at franchises and different things. Like these op- things kind of started popping up and I, I yeah. started looking into them and, and, um and investing and doing different things. And just, that's what I meant by being adaptable. Like you don't have to stay in your comfort zone and you don't have to, there's no rules to your life. You make the rules. You know, take, be, take charge of your life, and that's what we're trying to do now. And it feels good. I mean, like I said, it's stressful, but at the same time, we feel good about the fact that we're gonna dictate our own future. We're not gonna let anyone else dictate it.
0: I love that. And you're right, this year, with all the crappy stuff that's gone on, I did think, you know, especially even with me, I realized, holy crap, I could do that from home. I don't need to travel there. I mean, if I want to, great. But i don't need to you know i used to think i had to be set everything in person everything and i do love being in person because i love hugging and kissing people and tickling them but you know i can do a lot of business from home and save a lot of time and money
1: absolutely no doubt you know?
0: yeah 100 and now
1: and now with this remote work you know we're looking to move we're looking to move out of state and go somewhere we want to go so um, ooh, you yeah.
0: think it'll be soon within a year
1: I think it'll be within a few months. Like we're looking <laughs> to go. Yeah. Oh, that's so why it's stressful, right? You. Yeah, we have a lot going on. So um, that's that's the stressful part, too, is like everything kind of happening at once. But we're figuring it out, and we're going to go. That's
0: exciting. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for I'm you. I'm excited, too. All right, we, we got to wrap up. So we're going to do okay. some rapid-fire questions. You go. ready? Go. All right, favorite color? Red. Hobbies you like?
1: Uh, Exercise and playing with my kids baseball. I follow boxing. Actually my white trash passion is professional wrestling Like I call it my white trash passion.
0: Yes. I love the way you call that. Yeah I've gone to a number of them with my son. All right What would a day look like from beginning to end one of your favorite days if you could do anything? What would you do?
1: Wow um, Take my kids to great adventure my older ones um, go to the beach uh, just family trips, anything we can do together and have fun and just put smiles on my kids' faces.
0: Oh, all right. Well, you'll be able to do that soon, so that's cool.
1: I've been doing it all right, as so, much as I can. Yeah.
0: Favorite food? Do not say Brussels sprouts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> favorite food now? Oh, wow. Smoked salmon, I'd say.
0: Really? That's your favorite food? Okay.
1: Right now? It used to be sushi for a long time, but I kind of cut back on sushi.
0: I, I like love it too, but
1: too. it's like, I had like a mercury issue once and I was like, it just kind of turned me off to it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to be careful.
0: Okay. Something you can tell us about yourself that most people may not know.
1: I write songs.
0: Oh, really? What kind yeah. of
1: songs? Just whatever comes to my head. Like a, I got a country one. I got like a, a rock one and more of a, a couple of ballads. ballads. Over, over the years, I just kind of think ideas have come to my head and I just kind of Jotted them down and I just like, it kind of bugs me. I never did anything, try to do anything with them, but but
0: I, I mean, do you sing and play the guitar with them or you just write in no. front of people?
1: No, I just have I know the song in my head, I can sing it, I know I know how I the music musically how, how I want it to go.
0: Okay, I'd love to see what some of them I write poems by the way. All right, cool. so moving forward, if you could be any animal, what animal would you pick and why?
1: Oh, <laughs> for uh, I could answer this in many different ways. The first a- animal that came to my head was a cheetah, just so I could just run really fast.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that'd
1: Cheetahs be fun. Are...
0: Wouldn't that be fun?
1: Yeah, a okay. dolphin comes to mind. Yeah, there's a lot of cool animals. Or flying, eagle.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for different reasons. Yes. Maybe you want to be a dragon.
1: That's not a real animal. A Komodo dragon. But they kind of slow and, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could be fiction, not Okay. <laughs> All right. Do you watch any shows or read books? Like, what are you into?
1: Um, I just did an audio book, uh, David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me. He's a former uh, Navy SEAL, and he's just a badass. And just a really uh... – Is
0: – I my nephew turned me on to him who oh, wants to be he's a so Navy cool. SEAL. Oh, so cool.
1: Isn't he cool? He's the best. What a cool guy. His, his motto is, for people out there, his motto is, stay hard. <laughs> so I love that guy yeah he's great
0: yeah but his story's amazing isn't his story amazing you gotta check him out
1: yeah I like Ozark on Netflix that's the show I like
0: um, yeah I can't wait for it to come back on
1: yeah it's a good one I'm watching Winter Soldier Falcon and Winter Soldier right now I like the Marvel stuff
0: alright wait I'm running that one I didn't see Falcon if
1: you like Marvel stuff yeah if you follow the movies, I love Avengers, Marvel stuff yeah the new show's pretty yeah. good
0: Winter Soldier I forgot that it came out all right, four, Seth, what four did episodes
1: I say? in. Sorry. go ahead.
0: 4 4 wait. Winter They've
1: sometime. done 4 episodes. Disney only releases they don't binge. Disney releases one one episode a week.
0: That might be healthy. I think so. All right. Yeah. Okay. When I say the word universe, what's it mean to you?
1: I just picture a globe in my head.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so deep.
1: Or uh, or Beatles <laughs> across the universe song. Oh my
0: god globe in my head oh, all right WWE we gotta go
1: universe yeah.
0: <laughs> we gotta go Seth. what anything we didn't get in that you want to say to the people of the world
1: um take care of yourself you know life doesn't you know does you only have one life it doesn't last too long enjoy your life don't put too much pressure on yourself but you know if you follow your passion work hard you know, try to. You're not gonna be perfect. Make mistakes. Just try to learn from them and, and be the best person you can be. And yeah, you know, I've made many mistakes. I, I try not to beat myself up about it. Just looking forward too. Done, I don't yeah. believe in looking back unless you're learning something. But try to move forward, go forward, because you can't change the past. You can only change what's ahead of you. So
0: yeah, I agree.
1: And you, there's no limitations. Like you know, you know, do you know do what you want to do within reason, obviously. Because you can't say that like you, you're not gonna be an NBA player. It's just not gonna happen. But you know what I'm saying. Follow, yeah, follow your passion, you know, and God, if you're passionate about basketball, you can write about it. You can start a podcast about it, a blog about it. So just yeah, follow your passions and you know, do do you, and don't be afraid because like nobody cares at the end of the day. It's like no no one's paying attention. Like you, you, <laughs> for like four
0: seconds, and then they're on. If right, fame famous, like maybe do, fifteen minutes. Yeah,
1: right. Just do 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 what makes you happy, and, and you know, try to keep physical, keep active, keep your mind clear. And, and you know, life's just a struggle. And that's part of the fun of it though, too. It's like, you know, just keep pushing ahead. There's always, no matter what your situation is, everyone has issues and struggles and problems. You just push forward. And, and you know, you keep, I think you keep working out though. Keeps your head clear. I'm definitely. A big Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. 100%. I don't even care if it's five minutes. Just do something. Agree. All right. My Let's Keep It Real people, I think you will say Seth kept it real. So please share, rate, support us on Patreon. We really appreciate it. And you know what I'm going to say. Until next time, toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And remember, keep spreading the positive.